So I work at a rehab center a couple days a week. It's totally phenomenal, such a rewarding job. And one of the classes that I actually teach there is called nutrition. I teach nutrition because I actually technically am an integrative nutrition health coach. So I do have a background around that. I also have a background in somatic body work. So I do understand the body quite well. There's this joke that whenever there's somebody new (laughs) in the group, they sit down and I say, you know, I'm Kate. Welcome to nutrition. And by the way, we don't talk a motherfucking thing about nutrition in this class because that's not the fucking problem. And I tell them this every single time. They know to eat their fruits and vegetables. It's almost would be like a slap in the face for all of them to sit down and for me to be like, okay, guys, you know, eat fruits because they're good for you and eat the rainbow. Like Google can tell you this. You don't need a professional to tell you to not eat processed foods. You don't need a professional to tell you to not binge eat at 11 o'clock at night. You don't need a professional to tell you to not eat a tub of ice cream all throughout the day every day, right? It's the same reason why you don't need a professional to tell you that drugs are bad. They know that. They know what to do. They logically understand that they shouldn't, quote unquote, be doing drugs, that they should be eating more whole foods and whole grains and things like that. They logically understand that the trauma that happened in their past, that the time that they were molested, that the time that they were raped, that the time that their mom abandoned them or committed suicide or whatever it was, they logically know that that wasn't their fault. But it's not a problem of the logic mind. It's not a problem of the conscious mind. And so solving any of this through conscious reasoning and even through talk therapy is not going to fucking get you anywhere. The problem, the roots of it, exist beneath the conscious mind. It exists beneath the reasoning. It exists in your subconscious mind. It exists in your programming because we human beings are programs. We're predictable and we were programmed at an early age to have our perceptual filters, which is our five senses, perceive a reality that we experienced growing up. And we get these messages from society. We get these messages generationally. We get these messages passed down in generational trauma, right? In our DNA. And we get these messages from our parents and how they treated us and how their unresolved stuff that they didn't have the capacity to deal with got transferred emotionally and programmed into us. And that's the way that our nervous system formed. Because when you're growing up, especially until you're about seven years old, and it goes beyond that too, but those are the real formative years, your nervous system is trying to expand. It's trying to grow rapidly into the most biggest expression of itself possible. But as it's expanding, often what happens is that the unresolved shit of society and of our caregivers and of the people around us, it actually comes into our nervous system through our senses and it creates these developmental delays in our nervous system. So you can imagine it's trying to expand in all these different ways and then we get shamed, right? For having a tantrum or something like that. And it could be the smallest of things. It could be the most innocent of things from our parents. But nonetheless, that shame comes in like this ball of gray or black energy, very, very dense, and it actually stops the nervous system at that age as a two-year-old, that part of the nervous system from growing into the full totality of its complete sense of self. 
And what happens is it stays that way. So that person grows up into adulthood and it has all of these different developmental delays that have occurred, some from two years old, some from three, four, seven, nine, 15. And then in our adult life, that affects our perceptual filters. That affects our five senses, how we perceive reality. It affects how we call in partnerships, intimate relationships, because we're actually looking and sorting for from a programmed level in our subconscious mind, we're sorting for what is familiar. And from a spiritual perspective, we're actually sorting for the very things that are going to trigger our own developmental delays so that those developmental delays can fully expand and alchemize back into the truth of who we are. Because the ultimate goal is for all of that to expand fully and completely into your full self-worth, your full autonomy, your full free will, so to speak. Because it's from that state that you start perceiving the order that naturally exists in this universe, right? We can see it when we look at nature. There's order in nature. There's fractals everywhere. We see it in our solar system. We have clues of this order, but we live these lives that feel chaotic. And it feels chaotic because we're constantly bouncing back and forth between unhealed parts of our own nervous system. And that's really where the program exists. So when you start viewing your own life as information, as everything that comes in, everything that triggers me, everything that I call in, everything that exists in your life right now, whether you like it or you don't like it, you can remove that judgment of it being quote unquote good or quote unquote bad and take a look at it and see if you can unpack what it is telling you about what's programmed deep inside of your nervous system, because that gives you power over it. Once you have that information, then you can reprogram it. You can actually insert new programs. And a lot of this, quite honestly, is done through awareness. Once you bring consistent, repetitive awareness without judgment, and that's a really important part, without judgment, to the things that you want to change, it will automatically change. Because your subconscious mind and your conscious mind want to also change these things. And when you put that information, especially into your reticular activating system of like, I want to change this, I want to change this, I want to change this, it will start generating ideas. It will start literally creating new ideas out of nothing in order to alchemize those developmental delays and create healing and create more order in your life. Now, the reason that I say that leaving judgment out of it is so radically important, I think a lot of people miss this step, is because as soon as you judge something, you are actively in resistance to it. And even if just a small hairline fracture of you is in resistance to something, you have lost your autonomy. You have lost your power to actually change that thing. And so it's not that you have to accept the bad things to be there forever, but you have to look at it outside of judgment, outside of it being good or bad. You can look at it as, is this useful or not useful to take that emotional charge of judgment out of it? A lot of this work I do with clients in hypnosis. When we go in with hypnosis, what's happening is that your brain is actually changing the brainwave state to that of when you were between the ages of zero and seven. 
remember we talked about before, between the ages of zero and seven is when most things are programmed into your subconscious mind and also into your nervous system. And it is that way because at that time in your life, you're downloading. You actually don't have discernment at that point to filter what you're perceiving from your reality and into your body and into your nervous system, you don't have that filter of discernment. You're just taking in everything as like, oh, great. Daddy punches mommy and that's how relationships are and they're supposed to be abusive. Great. And it's literally like a computer. It's like your subconscious mind starts going typing, 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 programming, relationships should be abusive, sort for that in the future. It doesn't have discernment. And so you actually have to go back to that brainwave state and apply some discernment and re-swap out that program for a more useful, a more desirable program, one that makes you feel really good, really alive, really activated. And then you can use hypnosis and repetition through hypnosis to actually make sure that those new neural pathways that we created in session stick and they stay. Because when you're making a change in your subconscious mind, you need to have repetition. When you are making a change in your subconscious mind, you need to have repetition and you can do that effectively with hypnosis. With that said, I am launching a new program just for men to do the inner work related basically to really stepping into your masculinity, really healing the past, really looking at your life and the places in your life in which you're not in full alignment, you're not in full integrity with who you're meant to be as a man. And I'm launching this program because I fucking love men. And I see men as these powerful beings and aiders in this planet of bringing more light to this planet. And I see the potential for so many men in my field that I know personally and professionally to really step up. And I feel that shift happening. So if you want more information around that, send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is Kate Colley. I look forward to sharing more on this podcast. And I thank you very much for listening.